What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Um, well, I'm up here in a car driving by snow and tragic dirt and grass and, like, dead trees and, mm. you know, it's bleak. It looks like a fucking Bergman film. It's so depressing. Oh, but in a, um, in, a, in a good way, in a way where you're like, I, this is helping me feel my feelings, or in a way where you're just like, I'm so tired. No, in a way where I'm like, I love New York. What? Yeah, where I'm really like, I love New York City. I love, I love walking out of my apartment and like, you know, going to the coffee shop and being like, hey, you know, and oh, you know, have like a quick chat with them. I and, see, I see. The know, convenience, like the convenience in the community. Well, but this is also like the shining. This is like also because of my schedule here of teaching and making the show. I am fast tilting into all work and no play makes Jack a tell boy. I see, I see. I'm going to start like throwing a, you know, a fucking ball against a wall and um, you know, uh, terrorizing my inner child. And then terrorizing your loved ones and then trying to kill them. Yeah, exactly. Give me the bat, Wendy. Give me the bat. <laughs> That's really... <sighs> the scene where Shelley Duvall, it's a great acting moment, where Shelley Duvall, oh my God, there's just like some random dog running along the side of the road. What's the matter with people? This is a fucking highway. Keep your dog on, you know, my... Anyhow. Maybe it's a farm dog and it's just having a walk. You know, I have, like, it's a good thing that, you know, I'm being careful, but, you know, what if that truck ahead of me was, like, bam. Um, when Shelly Duvall realizes that she's going up the stairs as Jack Nicholson is coming at her, it's truly one of the greatest acting moments in film. For listeners, if you haven't watched The Shining, watch it. If you have watched The Shining, go back to the scene where she's got the bat and she's talking about how they need to take their son to a doctor and Jack Nicholson is like, you mean you need to go to a hospital? He's like making fun of her while she is freaking out and she starts to back up and realizes she's backing up stairs. Um, yeah. Like she's so panicked she hasn't even realized she's walking like up these stairs. Yeah. Need discoveries, actor's secret. Um, where are you? Well, she was being, um, she was literally being abused on set by Stanley Kubrick. So she was it's true. in that, that state. No. That, that part's not great. Well, speaking of Duvall's, there's a, do you remember Clea Duvall, the actress? Of course. Who could forget Clea Duvall in Carnival? Well, sh- remember how No, I've never seen that. I don't know what that is. Oh, who could forget Clea Duvall? It might be Cleo. Who knows? In the faculty. I mean, and what about with Christina Ricci in the Lizzie Borden, like, for a lifetime movie? I didn't see that. But oh, well, you she's uh, she's on a recent episode or two of Broad City, uh, and she's playing Abby's love interest. Um, and then I... S- Abby's love interest. Yes, Abby's having a gay moment. And it's Alana flipping out, it's not her? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that show basically writes itself, but, um, then I went to see this movie with Taylor the other day called Giant Little Ones, which in the, in the trailer, you're like, oh, this is a, this is a movie about gay bullying. You know, Uh that's what this Uh is. And then, um, the boy who's the star of the movie looks exactly like a young and, um, is it her younger brother? No, he's just some kid oh. from Texas, as it turns out, who was born in 1998. 19, 19, the year you graduated Nine. from high school. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Oh. But now he's in movies playing at some, you know, he's 20. In real life, he's 20 years old. So, um, but he plays a high schooler in the movie who has a, who has a, a best friend named Ballas, which I was like, please stop saying that name. That's not a name. Um, but Ballas and he are bestie bests. And the whole beginning of the movie is them having their like senior year kind of experience. And it felt like a horror movie because teenagers are so crazy. They're just, they drink and they're having sex everywhere. And it really, I was like, this can't, this can't lead to anything good. 
Right. So what happens is on the night of the main boy's birthday, his friend Ballas, they get really, really wasted. Ballas ends up sleeping over and they uh, jerk each other off or something. Or no, Ballas, you know, sucks his dick. Whatever. Okay. And then the next, so he like runs away from the scene, Ballas, and he's like, oh my God. And then everything's incredibly awkward. And so at this point, you're like, oh my gosh, what this movie is, is that Clea Duval as a boy is a gay and his friend is uncomfortable with it and is going to be mean to him now. And I was like, no. okay, so the typical bullying movie. Right, right. And, and the whole thing, meanwhile, is fully Canadian. Like, I don't know if they're trying to tell us it's Canada, but everyone in the movie who's not a star of the movie is, uh, like, fully like, oh, hey, Tanya, I, I no, made pasta. I don't to, oh, yeah. I made pasta, but I'm sorry if you can't come over. You know, it's, like, I insanely don't Canadian. That's yeah. And then... Um, <laughs> So the the flip in this movie, which really I was like, spoilers, 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 is when it turns out, it turns out that the main boy is not, in fact, not gay. And he's dealing with feelings of strangeness because his father is gay, played by Kyle MacLachlan, his mother played by Maria Bello, whose face what? is now looking entirely abstract. Wow. Oh, my God. Kyle MacLachlan, who actually ends up being the hero of this movie. But the strange part is, is you're like, wait, the villain of this movie is the gay boy. And that's when you're like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, wait, I didn't know I was at this movie. But but then you were. (laughs) I love it. What's it called again? (laughs) Giant little ones. Giant big little lies. Exactly. <laughs> pretty Little Liars, Giant Little Ones, Big Little Lies. I, so I walked by a poster of Pretty Little Liars in the subway. And Me too. I thought it was Big Little Lies at first. Cause all it, you know, well, because the and, title. Well, and they're, so they're in, like, those, like, hitch masks, like, you know, that are, like, so dated. Like, these broken mirror masks. I mean, like, half masks, some of the opera I, broken I mirror know. masks. What was the, what's their, like, um... The, the the word underneath the title. I think to the like, tagline you know, is this isn't Big Little Lies. No, <laughs> no. It, it was called me. like Pretty. It was like Pretty Little Liars, Intimacy, or something yes, like, like that. Pretty Little Liars. I I really I gagged. Pretty Little Liars, codependent. Yeah. Pretty 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 Little Liars, Alanon. You know, <laughs> so that'd be really great. That'd be so great. Like no, gag. That'd be. A, Oh my god. So I walked, I stood in front of that poster for like three minutes being like, is that Nicole Kidman? Like, did she just get, have they all just got so much work done now? (laughs) So I was like in this fugue state of being like, oh god, I've got to go upstate, I'm doing all this stuff. And I stood in front of that poster for a solid three minutes being like, what's happening? Are there new characters? Is there like... A young boy And you're person. like, and what is the significance of having mirrors glued to their face? Can you imagine? Wow. Well, I'm. that I is mean, fun that you got to be so confused. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, I truly was just so confused. And they have to stop with all these titles that are the same. It's no good. I mean, I was really just like, what's going on and stuff? I got to see, I, I saw Drew Jacoby. It was really fun. I saw, the, I, saw the, I saw your story that was like a repost of her. Yeah, she came to my house. I only know how to repost stories. I can't make stories. But she came okay. She came to my house the first night she got here. We had soup. And then the next day I went and saw soup. soup. The next day I went and saw her Flanders company did a showing. And they did an excerpt of her piece. And it was very good. And that was exciting. Yeah. And then, then something else happened. Oh, then we went to brunch with our friend Courtney and her sister and her kids who are in town from Idaho because her she works at Bally, Idaho. Her husband is the director. What well, It's a long story. But we had a lovely brunch at Russ and Daughters and it was really fun. And New York. That's what I want. I want to be in New York and make brunch at Russ and Daughters. But just you, you will be in New York because you, you will be and you live here and now you get to be away from it, which is such a gift. Well, when you're away, 
for me, being away, I'm not like, uh I, I, I'm, it's also like, it's just, I'm working here in this way that's like, you know, it's work, 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 work. Yeah, so me too. Work, work, like, work, work, work. I've already been to the garment district this morning at 9 a.m. to buy 15 yards of lycra, just doing my part to destroy the planet. And, um, yeah. and then, um, <laughs> Bought some elastic cord and now I'm back in the studio doing laundry, etc. It's all, it's endless. It'll never end. I went to the opening of the Institute for the Study of the Ancient World exhibit last night, which has two cases of a process thing for our Guggenheim project yeah. of Netta's piece. And um, you should all go to it. Go to go to the Institute for the Study of the Ancient World. It's right near the Met. If So if you go to the Met, just pop by. It's a great exhibit about the Ballyrus in the ancient world. Do, you, do they ever invite... I want them to invite you into their tea time, lunch, what have you. I know. It's very exclusive. Oh, the call has ended. I'm going to keep recording, but somehow I think Jack must have ended up in bad reception in the country, he's calling again. Are red lines moving? Yes, absolutely. Okay, great. So, you know, call, country call, roads call, and technical call. difficulties. I mean, I'm, everyone go see that. I wish I was there to see that. I wish I, I want to, I want to go with you to the studies of the ancient world and go in and be like, I want to talk about Euripides. And then we all sit down and like eat, eat sandwiches. Oh my gosh, we, I bet we could do that. The people there are very cool and like they know, they, ha- they have intimidating amounts of knowledge. I love that. Okay, great. As soon as I'm back talking about your And I went with, I went with Netta. It was a date. It was a Netta date and that was exciting to me. And you're also going to get to see Netta's show. I am. I'm sorry. Oh man. Well, you know, uh, I'm excited about our guest now. Oh my gosh. This is iconic. This is iconic. It's your dream sister, like split, like split cells in the DNA of the universe. It really is. But this interview happened so long ago that I don't remember any of it. And I was absolutely delirious. We're not supposed to say that. Oh, why? Jeremy hates that. Oh, okay. Don't do that. So you're, you know, as I said, sister from DNA of another universe and we got to um, really hash it out. I adore her. Oh, you're cutting out. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh my gosh, yes. The universe wanted to end our phone call because what's about to happen in their ears is so incredible <laughs> that the universe was like, get on with the interview. Stop talking, you faggots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to picture the interview at the end of the universe. I like that the universe is just a big queen, though. You know, so she is really like, okay, queen, it's, we'll get on with it. I mean, the universe then is clearly, like, fighting with somebody else. The call ended again, Jack. I can't take it. We're going to talk one more time, and when you call back, and then we're going to begin this interview. Hello. Wow, the universe is really like queen. It really is. It really is. Like, just get on with the interview. Get on with it. Okay. So, um, without further ado, ladies and another, and please enjoy Sarah Mearns. And I, we, and we, is it to music? Yeah. Or you're just, because she makes everything without music I first. Guess. Yeah. So we got to a part where, like, we've done all this hi yeah 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 and then suddenly we go, and we got to that part and my body was so like frazzled that I was just like yes that's my favorite that's my favorite to watch to watch you all of a sudden short circuit all of a sudden like deorganized is really A of all rare but then B of all what happens from it Kind of reminds me of like that's those later Merce videos where he's just like, "Gone. This is it. This is what I'm doing at the bar." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, and also you're learning the Cunningham stuff. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, and other, we're here with Sarah Merce. Hi, <laughs> and you guys just ended Hi, rehearsal with Pam, and you're both like in your workout clothes. I've come in from the disgusting weather. What's it like? It is, is it still like ice pellets? It's now it's like sleety rain okay. on the snow, and it's a real kind of just. It's just gross. You know, it's when New York, it first starts and you're like, 
Oh, it's almost... No, I know it's going to be. I know. <laughs> I know. And also, when we were coming up on Chamber Street, this woman goes, careful, it's slippery. And it was lit... It's an ice skating rink at Chamber Street. Like, people were like, well, well. Like, really, you like... You video well, it and, like, recreate it. It is. Well, a, it is kind of a good... In the piece I'm making, I'm making this piece at Bard, and there was this section that I had this girl do this really long monologue from Streetcar Named Desire as if she had to get across an Olympic stadium of ice in just her sneakers. <laughs> So she was like, he was a boy, well, just a boy. How like, did she do? Incredible. Oh, I cast her. You're hired. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're I cast her. She went down almost into a full split while looking over her shoulder. An like, actress. Yes. Well, they're performance. A liberal arts student. Performance. Yeah, yeah. performance makers. Wow. Yeah. How was rehearsal? Today was better. Less hard. Yesterday was the first day. So we, Zach and Jason and Victor knew, like, several And months. Melissa. She knew it to know. Yes, she did. She She knew the steps before they taught it to us. Oh. She was like, oh, yeah. Because it was already been working with Pam. Melissa had already been. She just knows instinctually. No, she knew it. Melissa and Pam had worked together. Anyway, Sarah and Taylor, and especially me, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, that part of my brain that learned steps is fully (laughs) asleep. Even after all the Cunningham learning, yeah, because that was just me alone, and it wasn't with Andrea. This was so many steps, Jack. Well, right, Pam Sarah, is, am I crazy? We got to a kickball change section, and I literally just actually stood there. I didn't even. We move. couldn't just, believe. I just, I just stood. We couldn't believe we were still learning steps. Like <laughs> I was hysterically laughing at that. I was like, I can't. Believe I know. Then we just started laughing, and everybody's like, "What's so?" Funny? I also really like that show. Like my fantasy. I have this fantasy piece that I want Reed and I to make, which is a too hard ballet where we learn, make a ballet that's way too hard. And then everyone comes out and just kind of tries to mark their way through it while catching up. So just being like, oh, hey, like, oh, while kind of going on. Yeah, and being like, I just got off at Chambers West Street. And it was really like, you know, <laughs> while like going through everything, That's talking, and just going through a markup. Yeah, we'll but do yeah, it. Today Sunday. was a little, today was more fun because we like, we did some fun exercises. Pam came in with these like weird doodles of pas de deux exercises from a book she has. Yeah, she like cut out copies of from her mm-hmm. pas de deux book and then she like put them side by side <laughs> and then we like tried to piece them together but like the shapes are that. there but like the transitions are bananas yeah yeah, yeah she's good. like hold the transitions so we're just like and it was the first sarah, <laughs> sarah and i did pas de deux we did pas de deux work we today did. how was so that for you Reed? Dream he's true. feeling my Dream weight now true. he definitely feels my weight i love your weight <laughs> you i mean you are really real. Sarah's weight is like the thing it's that true. changed my life. It's true. The what? Did you know that? The what thing? You know what that. thing? The way you like experience gravity in your own body is a thing that I hadn't Wackadoo. seen really in like the ballet universe. And mm-hmm. so when I saw you, I, I watched you, I saw your workshop performance. Oh, Jesus. I'm not a stalker. <laughs> He's not a stalker, but he loves the ballet and knows it intimately, both in its history and from his own experience of yeah. being in ballet. But I didn't, like, I thought you were nice, and you did Chopinana, right? You did Chopinana and Lilac Fairy. Right, and I was like, she's nice. And then, like, as the years went on, I was like, something's crazy, right? There's something something's going on. Something's happening. Something's happening. I remember you doing Lilac with the company when you were in the core, and I was like, yeah. what's happening? I was like... <laughs> Something's different. Because I remember you did, in the Lilac Fairy has a solo in the third act of this version. Yeah, we have one in the fir- the prologue and then one in the end, yeah. Which is unusual. And in that solo, you do like a, do like a devlape front onto point, like a releve. Okay. And you walk out of it. But what you did is you went up and you were sort of like, I guess I'm on my leg. And then rather than like, bring the working leg down or step forward onto it, you needed to go to like in the direction of that leg to your side. So you just sort of like moved your weight, whole weight to the, the, I think I said, I know you're talking. The side of the working leg, but you didn't come off point. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) She just had a different relationship to being on point. Which I also feel, and I'll say my experience of it, which is the time when I have cried the hardest at City Ballet, Whoa. was you doing Waltz Girl and Serenade. Oh, and shit. it was also, and you and I have talked about this before, it is also a way that you embody the music. Mm-hmm. And it is the, it is it has the full quality of the music and yeah. it is into your DNA. Yeah. And so there is, 
from wherever you're watching it. Mm. It is truly watching it come alive. And then there's this performance quality to you as well that you are living the psychic state of that movement, which is my thing. And I mean, which is lots of people's thing, but that really, I remember, because I'd seen it before. And I remember I was like, oh, we're gonna see this thing. It's so gorgeous. I'm really into it. The shapes are fierce. The ending is abstract, moody. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God. And it was why I love dance and that I'll have a cathartic experience that is pre-verbal to myself. Uh And and watching you in that, I was like, I get it. I get it, because we've been talking about you for... Well, because my my relationship to you is very physical. Like, I... You make clothes my me. Well, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah has stripped down fully naked in front of me for fitting, so I know her intimately. Right. But I think in my own ballet dancing, I was... I wanted a thing that you were really doing, and then but I saw you when my ballet career was sort of winding down. Because, like, generationally, like, mm. that's how things worked out. And I was like, oh, she's doing the thing that I, like, really wanted. So here's a here's a question. Because this is a very kind of difficult thing to explain to someone who doesn't feel it. Right. 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 Describe for me oh, the feeling. Oh, no, this is going to be. This, yeah, and you yeah, can be I as technical or as abstract as Absolutely. you want. Absolutely. But like when you do the movement of a rembourse, which is like a leg circle from the front to the back that mm. then bends side, like mm. what does that feel like in your body and what are the mechanics like? Is it just instinctual or do you just, is it just a, or are, is there a kind of like weight shift that you consciously do? No. I know that's a crazy question. I don't think about anything before I go into it. Amazing. <laughs> it's instinctual. It's but there's instinctual. something that does happen when I get to like around side like back. side back into the attic. There's like a weight shift that happens in my mm-hmm. body. <laughs> You're like, you know. It really does. And then when I get to the attitude, it just like locks in. Yes. That's and you can feel it. And you can feel that Oh, moment. I can feel it. And then yeah. I can live in that locked position right. and go further. But that side back position, are you like, I'm scared? Or are you just Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Totally. That's, this is the feeling <laughs> I had a lot in my career. But I didn't necessarily always get to the, like, lock. But I have had that experience of being like, yeah. I've made it. And now I can be <laughs> as far off my leg as, yes. like, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah is, you've gotten past the scary point. Yeah. The tightrope of dance. Yeah. And in that experience of being like, which way is this going to go? And I don't know. And that's why I keep coming back to it. And how you can keep dancing the same ballets for a long time. Because there's, right. it's going to be new each time in that way. Well, that's why I like doing that. Yeah. Well, it's different than Broadway, though. Because, like, Broadway, right? You have to do the same show every single night. Right. right. But this is, like... I did Lally Ferry for 15 years. So I lived wow. it's a so very intense. long Fair life enough. in that. It's so intense. Well, also Swan Lake. As bad. I've done Swan Lake for 12, 13 years. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I've lived in those roles. But it's good to have the break and then come back to it. Right. Like, I don't do... I, this is the first time I'm not doing Lilac Ferry because I knew last time when I did it, that was it for me. Like What, my, what was that? Huh? What, what was the thing that you knew was it for you? I just knew as soon as I was performing it that I didn't have the same joy hmm. for it that I used to. Even though it's one of my favorite roles I've ever done, and people always say, well, everybody hates doing Lala Fair. I'm like, actually, no. Right. I like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like I'm, it. I'm actually like, um, she's the one that runs the show. Right. Everybody listens right. to her. Right. She's always there. She saves the right. day. Right. You yeah. do what I say. Right, right. Yeah. So She's kind of the good version of Myrta. Yes. You know, it's like, you're going to have this big, you're going to get to do a, a big thing. You'll, yeah. You will get yeah. your solo. Yeah. And, but then you and for me, do, it wasn't even about the solos. Like, right. I didn't care you about You get to those. walk around for a really long time in the middle of the ballet, which yeah. is nice. I'm, like, always there. I come so out of the mountain. I mean, I chic. It. It's chic. <laughs> it is. It's chic. <laughs> and the costume's great. Favorite color, purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And... And that. And Favorite that. color purple. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about And so right then now. when you, so in that experience of being like, this is, this is up for me. And then is that something that you get to have a conversation then of saying, this is a role that I want to 
they step came in to me and from. asked me, they're like, how do you, do you want to do it again? And I didn't have, even have to have a discussion. I was like, I'm good. I do think it's important if you're, if you're in a ballet company for a long time, you've done roles many times at a certain point, it's like, do I need to do this anymore? Or is it now time for like other people to get this opportunity? That's what I also felt. I was like, there are young soloists here that yeah. they need to do it, need the opportunity to go out there and have to carry the entire production. Right. That's what I felt like when I was doing it, that I had to carry the production. Yeah. If I wasn't there doing my role the right way, yeah. people would not understand what's going on, That's and they true. would not listen to me. <laughs> yeah. She does a lot of pantomime. Yeah, she, I was yes. going to say, she does have to really act up a storm in the I show. Do. And you are, you know, there's this amazing actress. The first play I ever did was with Marion Seldes, and I remember... She had won Tony's. Of course, I was 18. I had no idea who she was. Yeah. And we were doing this play, and I was reading Blood Memory by Martha Graham over and over and over okay. again. And I got to this part where she says, uh, this amazing actress, Marion Seldes, read this uh, first poem, Mended Cancer an Evening for Me. And I ran up to Marion and said, I know who you are. And she says, who am I? And I said, you worked with Martha Graham. And she pushed me against a wall and said, Martha Graham was the greatest theater teacher that ever lived. She was that actress who danced. And it's oh. really, and Sarah, I have to say, you are an actress. I who dances love that. Because you're really, it's fully, it's all of it is in you, including the, these pieces where we don't know where the, what the narrative is of Sarah Nod. Totally. And yet. Yeah, I don't know. Every time I go for Sarah Nod, I'm, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Really? No. So great. That's amazing. I but you know, know what I do? Like you mentioned music. I. When the music starts, the curtains go yeah. down. I have to be. I have to stand on stage with the girls and listen to the first half of the, of the music, yeah. and then I walk off, and then I have to go over and watch from the TV the whole yeah. opening section. And everybody knows it now because, like, someone the other day, I think it was Lacrone. <laughs> Megan Lacrone was trying to ask me a question. Jared's like. No, she has to watch this. You She's you in the ballet. You can't talk She's to her She's preparing. Right now. You this can't is, talk to her right this now. This is an, an actor prepares. I mean, <laughs> wow. it's, really... it's just something I have to watch because the ballet is so. I mean, when the curtain goes up, it's like, what? Yeah, like again, you can't the place where Martha was it. completely shook when she saw it. It was when all of the girls snapped to first. Yeah. She gasped and said, oh, <gasps> to have that power. How much time did you have in the court of ballet of that before you started? I never was in the court of that. You never did the court. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Were there core roles you did that you did love doing, though? I mean... Stuff did some, but did some. I didn't even interstudy it. Like right. I didn't. I wasn't. It just even, wasn't I, in the rep in that moment. No, it was. Oh, they yeah. just didn't have me. They didn't have me understudy a lot of things or be part of a lot of things. Sad. It is sad. <laughs> it was sad. It is sad. Did you do Court of Ballet Symphony in C? I did third movement. Yeah, that's oh. that's like a right passage, like a passage into New York City Ballet as a tall apprentice. You uh -huh. have to do third movement. Yeah. Of these, it's terrifying. That was another silly. I'll just keep talking about like all these great things you've done. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's so great to finally <laughs> have you on. No, because no, I was about to use another anecdote. So yeah, it's ridiculous. I feel like it's good for me to like work with you and know you, and it's good that I've been dressing you for all these years because it's like dispelled this kind of like infatuation that I've had because. <laughs> I don't think infatuation is, like, healthy. healthy. It's not good. I also don't quite think, in terms of how you've discussed it, I've never felt this infatuation. Oh, I have yeah. always felt that it is you as not only a dancer, but from a, also a, a musicology perspective, that yeah. you're understanding, because yeah. Reed grew up in boy choir school and was... I just learned this today when he slightly mentioned it in a conversation I we were mean, having in really, the studio. I was really, like, oh, good. Really, really singing. And Karen was and, like, can you sing in this? And, and like, learning yeah. all, of this, all of this music. And then I think your transition into dance, I can't imagine that there was right. this split between music and dance for right. you. So then to experience someone who is so inhabiting the music yeah. was but it's also just so just deep like so in I keep going back to this but like there's the ugh, it's so boring to just talk about you to your face it's insane but <laughs> but it's also it's kind of finally our yeah. listeners have been hearing you discuss it for enough <laughs> that it's, it's good it's to weird. like do it now all together and no. I'm gagged that you two are partnering I am I just no. but there is a kind it. of physicality in your body that like I like there's a sort of like spiritual relationship. I don't know if mm. you feel it yet, but you might. <laughs> Between the two of you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. 
You two have it. You two have a spiritual. You must have like danced together in a former life, or we and were the same dancer, and then our you, you know split. we split. I love that. That's, That's what, what I, love. I choose to believe. You two were the same dancer, and then yeah. you split. And who was that? I don't know. You didn't know. My friend Alexis, when I was in the Alberta Valley once, we were doing you know like where you where you like développe front. Mm-hmm. Chasse Paracuru, mm-hmm. born in Villejeté, or okay. whatever. And after it was over, she was like, "You dance like a waterfall." She was like, <laughs> she, "She was what? like, it's kind of like formless." And I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. And I remember like then watching Sarah Burns dance, and I was kind of like, "Waterfalls." I mean, waterfall, <laughs> just really. It's true. I, I do feel like a formless. Like there's no real form happening. Formless. I'm not that interested here. in sometimes. I am. I love form, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Inside of ballet, like the best feelings are when it becomes sort of formless. Oh, right, right. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also when it feels lived and not yeah. practiced to a certain T. I mean, as yeah. it was again, like I feel we just talked about this earlier, but I was watching um, when I was I I've just talked about this, but when I was watching this video of Heather Watts doing rubies, mm. and it is so full, all like to yeah. the nth of what it is and into this arena that is so moving that it feels it's happening right then. Mm -hmm. And it's when all of that rehearsal pays off Mm -hmm. to actually live it to the the end of your life. It really feels like... I mean, Suzanne once said, you have to rehearse, I rehearse options. (laughs) That's amazing. And you do that. You rehearse options. Also, I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about this, but like your relationship to training now has really changed during your time at New York City Ballet because you went through injuries and blah, blah, blah. And so now, like, how do you approach Mm. training your body to do ballet? I think now that I've gotten older, quote unquote, I, you have to do the least amount in the beginning of the day. Like you can't go formless when you're right. warming up. You mm-hmm. have to like really be simple. Simplify yeah. everything because you know once you get into what you're doing, you're gonna go false to the wall. So you have to be able to like have that simplicity already yeah. there. The foundation the needs foundation to be is built. there. So then you can just like bleh. Right. I I mean when I feel like Wendy talked about the economy of movement right. when we interviewed her yes. as well. And I do feel when we're younger, you just want to do everything all at once, all the time, 24 hours a day. Yes, 150% and, all right. the time. And I think actually something I appreciate in um, people who have been doing it for a longer time is that economy of movement. There's something actually that it brings out nuances. Yeah. That can bring out nuance. Yeah, Nikolai Hube, when he was teaching class with us, he taught his class in Copenhagen. He was like, you have to be economical about how you move in class. Right. right. You can't, like, waste you just have to right. really know exactly where you're going. And then when you get on stage, dance. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I get what you're saying. I was curious, as someone who has had a fair amount of injuries this past year. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> girl. Girl. Please. Girl. Girl. Capture, uh, capture, foot break. It was really... What? Oh, I mean, I know went through my mind through that. I'm curious for you how how navigating with injuries has um, not only in first informed your practice, mm-hmm. but also informed your life. Because mm. for me, it also really brought up certain things in my life that needed to change. Oh, yeah. I mean, my first back injury came after a very bad breakup. And... I was like all alone living with somebody else in somebody else's apartment and like on an air mattress. And I was like, it just like you got, you're left with nothing. Yeah. So you have to, and I didn't know when I was going to come back and you know, that was bad. And then my second back injury was even worse. I was moving into a new apartment and I was all alone again, and I didn't know what was going to happen. And they, they all tell me, like, we don't know what's wrong with you, you know. Are you ever going to dance again? And I literally was, like, living on the floor, leaning against a mattress, being like, all right. When you say all alone, does that mean, like, you didn't have, like, a relationship to deal with, but also, like, what was your friend's situation? Do you have people I mean, I have friends, but I, because of the relationships I was in, 
it lended itself for me not to have a close group of friends or people right. surrounding me. Yeah. So I didn't reach out to anybody. So it was like... Well, when you're working that hard, yeah, it, that one person, I feel, becomes the one yeah. person I have also gone yeah. through that. So, I, I mean, that was my fault, obviously. You look back and you're just like, what the hell were you doing? Sarah? We're young. Like, that was... You're stupid. <laughs> no, I would just yeah. say we were young. We were, true. We, were, we, were, we were young. And I, but in that time then of that period of, of feeling alone and uncertain, yeah. what came up for you? I, well, I was like, one my, Mark Happel actually was one of my good friends at the time for my second back injury. And he was like, go and see shows. Go wow. and experience New York like, City. Not at the ballet. Yeah, so don't go great. to ballet. Go to Broadway shows. Go to plays. Go to museums. Go do something. Go live Good. your life. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> that's what I did. I was out for eight months, but I kind of found that way like halfway through. Right. And then because of going out and doing things and seeing other people and meeting people, I met this hockey player who then took me to his doctor who then got me back in a month. Wow. <laughs> you guys open up your circle of healing. Yes. It's really, it yeah. is such a, yeah. it is that thing of opening out. Yeah. And who knows why he came over to me and was like, hey. And I was like, yeah, I'm injured. Oh, you're gorgeous. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's what I thought at first. I was like, you're weird. But then he was like, why aren't you dancing? And I was like, well, I'm injured right now. He's like, you need to go see my guy. I was like, okay. Wow. wow. Very trusting. Yeah. Wow. Because you were you were gonna. Well, he was like a famous hockey player that, like, you know, I knew that they obviously have really good doctors and really bad injuries. Yeah. Really, really bad. Yeah. Really crazy. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, that's what got me back. That's so great. That's tremendous. And then the first thing I did coming back was Walt's Girl and Serenade. Yeah. I'd like to think that that was what I'd like to think that I saw that performance. (laughs) But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Are you sure? It was too long ago. I don't know. Also, my injuries saved me from what I was doing before I got injured. Speak about that. Well, personally and like professionally, mm. I was in a very, very bad place and just terrible. It was terrible. And mm-hmm. how I was treating myself and how I was treating other people and how I was treating my body and I just, it saved me and I don't regret any moment of that. Yeah. Like I needed to get out of that terrible terrible time I was going through self-care is hard and I feel you know we're in the zeitgeist and have been for a while of people I think really discussing self-care yeah and where that falls in terms of you using your body for labor Mm -hmm. even when that isn't an art form Mm -hmm. and when the time that feels the best is this peak experience in front of an audience where it all of a sudden feels there there's just no limits yeah I think to understand how, for me, so much of it has been about how much of myself was I sacrificing because I, I maybe I didn't love myself mm-hmm. except in this arena mm-hmm. where I felt I was of service, yeah. that there was only one place mm-hmm. where I was truly helpful and that was on stage. Yeah. And it meant making, really going and doing some deep looking at that. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, I'm definitely a better person all around out of that. And at the end of that back injury, I met my husband. Which was... about that? Yeah. I was going... It was the month I was coming back, so it was December. No, it was November. November, and I was coming back from my injury. And I got a call from a friend that said, you... I know a producer, like, you should go in for this. And it was Smash the TV show Smash oh, yeah. on NBC and Josh was choreographing it. And the, the writer is Scott Whitman, who is a huge, he wrote, he just wrote the songs for Mary Poppins. So him and Mark Shaman mm-hmm. are a duo. Right, right. Scott Whitman's a huge New York City Valley fan. So he was the writer and he was like, you need to get Sarah Mearns in here for this dream sequence. Right. Being the real Marilyn, blah, blah, blah. But then Josh was like, um, I'm not going to have a ballerina diva on my oh, set without work, meeting work, her. Work. Uh-huh. So he had to interview me, quote unquote. Uh-huh. And so we met at Empire for a drink. And we sat down and we just chatted. But I never told him that I was injured. 
So, oh. but I was coming back, so I was like, well, when we do this, I'll be fine. It'll be right, fine. Right, it's TV. Right. It's multiple ah, it's exactly. angles. There's a lot of stopping and starting. It's just TV. Like, they're not going to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never told him. And then we met, and he was really cute, but he was not really available at the time. And then we ended, but then I got the part, but then we never did it, because Spielberg cut the scene because it was like two million dollars oh, right well, yeah yeah there you go yeah. <laughs> too much. so it never it's, happened right but then he sort of started like coming to see me at the ballet and like pursuing me for like six months wow yeah and you were also in a more available part of your life yes but you took at your that time. point i was more available you took your time like getting to know him it sounds like before you were well i just thought it's fine i just thought well he's a good person to like keep in contact with <laughs> New York. Because, New York he's business. A business. I get it. I get it, Queen. She's like, I... you better not say no. He seems connected. I get it. Yes. I mean, yeah. 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 Well, also, it's wow. like, I know. in this time, so I mean, busted. also, you had no, just been, it's, it's not at all. It you had also out. gone to see all of these things outside yeah. of the bubble you had been in. Yeah. And so you were excited. Yeah. To, I mean, I get that. I fully yeah. get that. And then when did it. As it gelled into love, do you get, do you remember the well, first time you guys said I love you? I, I contacted him again. We were on tour in Vegas, and I contacted him. And I was like, in we Vegas, just, the New York City Ballet was in Vegas. Um, <laughs> and so then we, we, I just contacted him. I was like, we should just like go on have a drink, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, just to like right. stay in contact. Like I wasn't talking was about a date. In no, Vegas? no, like in oh, New York. Okay. And he's like, okay, fine. And so we caught back and we like went for a drink. And then we both have like different stories of how this works. Love that. But he already, he still has in his phone, like on his calendar, like Sarah, like on the days that we went out and had a drink. Oh. I know. I love that. How crazy is that? So then spring season happens. She knows. She also has the, our first date. <laughs> As I just heard you, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then we had spring season, and then he was starting to, he came and saw me twice. And I was starting to like go back into that spiral again of relationships that was not good, right. not good choices. The unavailable. Very bad choices. Drama. Yes. As, as my friend and once said to me. Slaughter on 10th Avenue. Yes. And doing slaughter on 10th was, Avenue while having a slaughter on 10th Avenue. <laughs> it's really, it's really, yeah. <laughs> so we had that. And the other person was there, and but Josh was also there, and my mother was there. And. <gasps> Josh was like, would you like to go have a drink afterwards? And I stupidly chose to go with this other person and my mother. But Josh stopped, like, stayed after to say hi at the stage door. We let, I was walking away from him and walking towards to see my mom. And I turned around and watched him walk away. Oh, no, you felt it. And I was like, that was the stupidest decision I ever made. Your body knew. You felt it. That was it. Yeah, wow. And the next morning I texted him and I was like, this is it. Oh. And then, and then what happened? And then we went to dinner, and that was it. And then did you say, did you say I love you at that dinner? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love. I was the first it. person to say I love you. We were wow. in Napa, like three months. No, four months later. Four months Four later. Four months later. Wow. Yeah. I, I really am like, I'm, I'm, I was, pretty, I think a few weeks in, I was like, I love you. While like crying. <laughs> I knew while, like, though. Like crying. I knew. Yeah. yeah. I just like, you know. That's nice. That's so, and down. then how many years was it before you guys got married or was it? I got married in November last year. So it was like five years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you yeah. guys do work stuff together too. Well, we did like one little thing. But we're doing a big thing coming the up The angel March. thing, right? That's in March. Yeah. What's that called? It's I Marry an Angel. I Married an Angel. Me. And you're the angel. <laughs> you are the angel. Wait, what? Can you talk about it's it? Have you signed an NDA? Have yes. you signed your husband's NDA? It's a city center encore, right? <laughs> yeah, city center encore. It's a production that actually balance sheet choreographed for his wife, Vera Zarina, back in the 30s. The, yeah. 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 Possession. Oh, <laughs> Still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's Josh choreographing. On and how, I, so in your like limited experience of being in the studio with him, is it okay? I, it, we'll see. Okay, <laughs> no, okay. it's going to be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. Do you guys do you guys argue in the studio? Are you like we have before? I love that. That's so good. That's good. That's good. If we can do that and then leave it in the studio and go home and be like it has to stay. Yeah, that's amazing. That's the test. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's gonna be the well, test. because at home it's gonna be like, can you pick up that thing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> exactly. it's just, it can be a different argument at yeah. home. But it's right. like, that's the frisson, you know? Yeah. That's the. No, what does that mean? It's the it's the friction. It's the kind of it's the the frisson. The, the frisson. frisson. It's the frisson. it's the it's the energy okay. be, between between the two of you. It's the, you know brushing together and being like, hey, you I know, see, I see, I see. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sparks. Mm-hmm. You want that? Yeah, you want that. There's yeah. definitely gonna be sparks. That's wow. so. That's he's so also fun. directing it, so that's also going to be. Like, is that his first time directing? Maybe that's good. He's directed other things, but this is, I think, he's, he's this, really because he'll be busy video. with a lot of stuff. Yeah, just like you and he will do the dancing part, and then you know, there'll be other things he's dealing with. So Wait, he's oh, not okay. going to be in it, is he? Oh God! I mean, have you danced with him in something? No, has he will never happened? dance again. Oh, okay. He was a he was a Broadway dancer. Okay. Do you like watching him show moves? It's so funny. Like, all of a sudden, he'd be like, and a leg! Really? <laughs> with his arm or with his leg? His leg. He's like, oh, goes, oh, he'll get his up. leg up. But then he's like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, I really should have put that on a bar first. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because he teaches still. Like, he teaches a lot. Wow. So, like, when he teaches, he's like a drill sergeant, like, screaming and also shows he it. Teaches classes. Yeah. But he also always has shows on Broadway and stuff. Well, he has had shows, yeah. 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 He seems like a busy fellow. He's busy. You two, <laughs> you two are busy New Yorkers. We it are. is It's a real busy New York couple. And your wedding, I mean, I got to see it through Instagram. It was so beautiful. It was, I mean, yeah. it was really, came so gorgeous. Did you cry at it? I didn't, actually, but he did. Yeah. <gasps> Sarah, I love you. Oh, I really Wait, I have I a new a new topic. Topic. Oh. New topic. Okay. Gear shift. Yeah. In your experience dancing for the New York City Ballet, etc., do you read press stuff? Oh. Wow. Question. Thank you. That is good. It's complicated. <laughs> yeah. I have, yes, I do. Yeah. And does that does it make you feel weird? No. No. I just read it and I'm like, eh, all right, well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about if it's really good? If it's good, I'm like, okay, I feel really good. But it's not like, oh my God, it was so amazing. You know, like I don't, right. it doesn't go in there. Right. That's very simple. That's good. It doesn't yeah. go in my head. That's I like good. to read stuff, but, and it makes me feel very proud that I'm doing what I'm doing. and mm. Being know. recognized. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not like, oh, I'm so good. And when right. it's bad? When it's bad... Does it ever stick to your bones a little bit? No. Wow. Mm-hmm. Remarkable. No. Good for mm-hmm. you. Because it's like, I mean... It's not about you. No. Yeah. Right? It's not about me. Isn't that what Jen Harris says? I believe so. Yeah. I she said so. someone, some other actor told her once, like, it doesn't matter what a review says because right. it's not about you. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they might be in a bad mood that day. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm not saying I was good. I'm not right. saying I had a good show. Right. But I'd rather focus on my own self-criticism right. and know that, like, yeah, that was really sucky. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel, and you also, and that's something that I have really appreciated in terms of, I mean, regardless of, I, I feel both ways. Of, I feel ambivalent about social media. I love yeah. it in this one way. and this other way, I feel there's been this corrosion of people meeting that I really remember in New York because I moved here in 97 mm-hmm. when, like, I really am old. And that's something that I have really loved is how it can get to people who aren't here and also how it can get to younger people, aspiring people. And something I have really loved is when is how transparent you are about your process and about like, this wasn't the best and I am back in the studio working on it. Yeah. And that is being a true artist as well. And that like, it is about... It's your relationship to the to it yeah. that matters, and you have certainly clocked the hours right. to know. I mean, Albert Evans, my late ballet master, <sighs> that's what he was saying to me. Like, I remember specifically after a show of Barocco, like or something, and I was just like, God, that was like so terrible. And he's like, We'll get in the studio tomorrow, girl. It's gonna be fine. We'll get in the studio tomorrow, Albert. And yeah, I was like, you it's know? real, and you're in a very lucky position that you do these ballets and they come back. Yeah. So it's not like this is the last time you'll ever get the chance to do right. Rocco. So if like you're disappointed, right. like you probably have the opportunity to right. try again. Can you talk a little bit about working with Albert? I mean, he's oh, someone he who never. I, I never got to meet. I've certainly heard people talk about. I wish I Albert. 
could have met him. I have I have two photos of him in my dressing room. One on my mirror, and there's one photo of him working with me in Symphony and Z. And it's just like he he was crazy, obviously, but he was so into what you're doing. Yeah. He was so in it, like he was dancing with you in the studio, yeah. Yeah. and he saw everything. He saw like he saw your feet, he saw your hands, he saw everything, and he wanted you to be better. There wasn't any like agenda on top of it and he was very active he yeah. wasn't just like leaning against the bar it's like he was like he's he was like so active generous. he was like in it of someone who really vessled through himself for yeah. the work yeah and he cared about everybody he might have yeah. thought other people were crazy but it doesn't matter if they were in the studio right. he was like right and but he would have this funny side to him too that like it wasn't so serious it didn't have to be so serious all the time yeah like, he wanted you guys to have fun. He wanted us to have fun and enjoy what we were doing and enjoy the corrections that we were getting. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a bad thing that we were getting corrected. And, and that, that's what people think. Like, nowadays, it's like, oh, I got fun. I wasn't good. All right. You know, it's like right. they think a yeah. correction is bad. Yeah. Right. No. Right. Like, it's a good thing. Like, it's, you know, he wants to help you. He, wa- he wants yeah. you to look the best you can look. It is in service of the work and of you. And that his ability to, from what I've heard of his sense of humor right. and the way that humor opens yes. us, yes. a sense of humor. I mean, I feel Reed and I have talked about this continually on the podcast of like, if people don't have a sense of humor about themselves, bye. Yeah. Because when it gets that self-serious, it's myopic. Yeah. It is completely, completely narcissistic. Like, he, I cannot be serious. Like, I have yeah. to laugh at myself. Yeah. And that's because of him. Like, he would just laugh all the time. But he know when to be serious. Yeah. And he knows when you were down on yourself. And he'd be like, girl, stop it. Stop it. What are you doing? He was... Yeah, and alleviating the pressure that I think then would allow you to go deeper into the role. Because if you're too oh, yeah. tight, you're yeah. frozen. And then, again, you're out there just doing the things instead of living the part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Maria and I talk about when we watch people and we watch rehearsals, we're like, oh, what Albert would say... You know, like we would, we know exactly what he would say, like what he would harp on, and what you actually see from the audience that matters. Do you teach? I have. How do you? How How do you like it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's hard. I guess very um, hard on the students. Oh, yeah. Is that because you feel hard on yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I have a lot of trouble teaching ballet for the same reason. I really do. Where I have a lot of thoughts about it. Yes. And I, it's hard for me to get through anything because I just want to talk with everybody about it so much. I just yeah. want to be like, okay, let's not, okay, don't move anybody. <laughs> don't move. Yes. Don't please. move. Everything's Work. wrong. Everything's wrong. <laughs> Work. That is so terrifying. I was like, do you want a fracture in your pelvis? <laughs> yeah. That is so um, terrifying. Yeah. And I get frustrated when they don't listen or they don't remember mm. what I say. And I hate that. Like, I hate that about myself, but mm. I think, I don't know. Do you also feel self-conscious that they're looking at you, like, while you demonstrate and stuff? Or is that's not an issue for you? I know that's happening, but mm-hmm. I just, like, don't even... I want them to be... Fo- like, if I play into that, like, they're not going to... Yeah, I want we'll them to be, be serious. Something I've realized in recent years is it's important for teachers who have ballet still very fluently in their body to show it properly for kids because mm-hmm. seeing it is so yeah. informative yeah. you learn so much from bodies that do it well yeah. yeah so i mean i think the thing that i harp on in my if, when i teach is the performance quality because yeah. they can get so just like stuck in the mirror Right. Yeah. You know, they're like not going beyond their limbs or beyond their vision. I'm yeah. like, there are people up here in the fifth ring that need to see you. Yeah. So these orchestra people, like they can see you really well. Right. Look up there. Yeah. Like dance for me, even though it's yeah. class. Yeah. I want you to dance Project. for Yeah. 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 Because there's nobody else telling them that until right. they get to the stage. They have to build up to that. Well, and you got it so young. I mean, you were out on that stage so young and having to yeah. project up, up, up to yeah. God. Oh, this yeah. is, in- when you say that, this is interesting. I feel like... What's interesting? <laughs> what's interesting is that I feel like by the time I saw you dance live, which was at your workshop, how old were you, 17? Yes. You were already, like, very accomplished, technically. But I feel like 
not long before that, mm. there was a different kind of story. You weren't one of those ballerinas who was like finished when they were 14 years old. Or like they're 14 and you're like, oh wow, like an Abby Stafford or whatever. Oh, hell no. No, I you was were not finished. Yeah, you were not <laughs> as organized. Ew, at that age. No. no. That's interesting. Oh, God, no. I thought it was the worst technical ever. Like, I am, to this day, I'm like, oh my God, Sarah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, but there's like a moment where like, you it came together but a little later than some i think yeah i think performance wise because i was out there on stage when i was three like doing nutcrackers recitals doing classical potters and recitals every year and doing competitions for tap and jazz like they made me go out there and perform and not be nervous when i go out there i have to be comfortable going out on stage no matter what happens Mm. so i had that in my bag already and like I didn't have to access that and I have to like think about oh my god I'm going out on stage yeah yeah like it was fine for me right but it it, it was the technical things that like were like straighten your knees rotate your legs that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) it just wasn't there yeah well not I mean like even looking at videos of you from YGP I'm like that's a different dancer technically and then in a short time you turned it around really yeah don't you think? I don't know. Don't I still... you feel? Oh. Sarah. I don't... Sarah's still Sarah. hard on herself. Oh, oh my God. I, mean, I can't watch videos of myself. Because I look at it and just look, what the fuck? No, 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 no. Don't do that. Your knees are so straight. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. They really are. They really are. I don't know. They're really straight. But it's like, also, I thought, I think it was, did you do Namuna last year? Was that last year or the year before? I'm trying to remember. I think it was last I think it was because I saw that. And I mean, and again, it's like something totally different, but lived beyond, like lived. It was so, it is heaven to watch you do that. Is it for you? Well, it was the first thing that Alexi made on me in Uh what, 2012? Something like that. that. No, it was 10. Because it was coming back from my first back injury and it was the first rehearsal I had. He taught me that solo in an hour and you're like, in an hour oh yeah he had it all Seems done like a bad idea he knew he knew what it was gonna be he just in it to an hour yes. and then finish finish and it's, it was finished wow well he works like that though like he right. is so he knows all of us so well and he knows what we what he wants to see out of us yeah and wants to push us beyond what we can do so he has it ready in his head already when he comes in. Yeah. And, and in like, that rehearsal, coming back so, re- like, from yeah. an injury, were you scared to, like, fully embody that crazy movement? Yeah. <laughs> Did you do it in that first rehearsal? God, no. Yeah. Terrible. So he no. was like, it's okay, you take your time with oh, this. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. But even by, like, the first performance. I saw it. It was, you saw it? it I was, was at the premiere. It was terrifying. It was so good, though. I, like... In my pants. Well, I was. I think. Did you really? I was so tired at the end of the solo that I just couldn't even hold my muscles anymore. Yeah, that's common for that amount of jumping. Like I, I couldn't. This one, you know, that solo caught that Parsons solo where they just jump and jump and jump and it's a strobe light, so you only see them in the air. Oh Oh, yeah. Crap! Really? Yeah. Yeah, and they just jump the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And there's sometimes women do it, and this woman I used to dance with, Kate Skarpetowska, I was like, "What was that like?" She was like, "I pee my pants every time." Oh yeah! Wow! I'm just terrified that also, I could I get so into the solo that I don't know what's gonna happen. Like that first step, I'm just praying. Like I know I I got the rhythm of it, but like I could really just like like, my brain my brain is like screaming the whole time. Is it like a step up, turn, swing, front, back, or something? Yeah, Yeah. it's what's the hitch, kick, jump? Oh yeah, into the turn, into this, into this, into flip. It is. I was like, oh, it is like gymnastics. It is. Gymnastics. It actually does have a kind of rhythmic gymnastic vibe <laughs> to it. Where yes. all of a sudden you could have one of those balls and catch it in your foot at the end. Yeah, you need to catch a Yamuna ball in your foot at the end, and then Yamuna, 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 Yamuna. Yeah, that's right. This yeah. is my Yamuna, Yamuna ball. This is my Yamuna, Yamuna ball. For my, we've changed it to slightly. Alexi, do you think this is kind of rhythmic gymnastics? Should I have a ribbon? Have a ribbon. Have you had a ribbon? Have you had two ribbons ever out there just? 
ska-ska-skaing around. You wouldn't I wouldn't have to worry about your hands. You just clench. Uh, yeah, just clench, clench those sticks. Clench your ribbon sticks. <laughs> it's really good. I can see it in so many ways. I also want to see it with, like, those jingle sticks that have, like, you know, the little, like, jingle bells that are on sticks that, like, kids have where yeah. they, like, jingle them and just be like, ding, 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 leave your body wow. and have like the best experience Whoa. so you have to love it but it also has to be something where you're you're not afraid something will go wrong oh god like spring in the four seasons or something so much could go wrong yeah i guess so but yeah. you look like you're having such a good time oh i love it okay i don't have a role that i no. don't love really Really? I, I, I answered the, oh, somebody on Instagram the other day. Was they like, asked me this. They're like, do you have a role that you hate doing? And I was like, I don't hate any role that I do. Wow. Wow. Well, that concludes part one. I mean, well, I, what, what, what more can even happen? A lot, a lot more can happen. That was just act one, light blackout, curtain swing closed, and, um... Sarah's changing into her black tutu. She's changing, that's right, that's right. She's about to come back <laughs> as Odile. Um, uh, wait, which one's the white one? Odette. Odile is the white you're one. You're correct, you're correct. You, no, Odette is the white Odette's one. Odette's the white one, okay, great, great. Odile's coda, and uh, yeah, she's, she's coming back. So tune in next week to hear part two with Sarah Burns. Sarah Burns, we love you. We love you, and we love you, but.